everybody? Welcome to the Damn Dude Podcast. This is season two, episode 50, motherfucking seven. Heinz 57. If you don't know what that is, you better catch up because that means we got 157 episodes. Hardy, hard, hard. Um, if you got that joke. And uh, welcome. <laughs> this is the Damn Dude Podcast. Like I said, season two, episode 57. This show exists simply to help educate, entertain, and make an impact and provide more perspectives and different contexts to life and the way that we live it. Because I truly believe that the more access we have to different contexts and perspectives, the easier life is to understand and the easier it is to navigate. I'm your host, California Cow. have to say I'm one of the cool Californians left in this state because half of us have fucking gone wacky and it's all good. It is what it is. <laughs> but uh, we keep it real on the show. That's kind of the whole idea. We have the conversations that need to be had. A way that'll make you think and say, damn, dude. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. Yeah, dig. So let's just jump right into this because I have a tight ass schedule that I've got to keep to here. And uh, that's why you notice the last few episodes have been kind of on the shorter side because your boy is doing these within like 40 minute little time frames that I have. Uh, between work and traveling and doing all the shit I'm doing. So yeah, um, this episode is really about when a woman knows her worth. Damn, dude. Yo, so I know we've kind of been on this topic of like attraction and stuff like that lately. And reason being is my mom said something to me a little while ago. Kind of, she just had like a, like a message. I don't know. She's kind of like, dude, you're gonna and it was more because like she does like energy work and stuff like that and it's kind of like dude like something like i don't know what it is but i get i got a message that says you're gonna end up finding love this year or sometime soon and i'm like what like no like i'm fully closed off to that right so that was my idea but then i'm like well hold on like i spoke about in the previous episodes like how long do i choose to stay closed off how long do i choose to be like all right i gotta do me well I got, I'm going to forever do me. And that's kind of the mistake I've always made in past relationships. So because my mom said that, it just had me thinking about all this. I'm like, well, huh, if I, if I am open to this, like, what would it look like? Like, what would I, what is attractive to me? And I'm thinking now it's like, well, yeah, physical attraction is like obviously huge. But the thing is, is a lot of dudes, including myself, have done this in the past is that was the depth of the relationship. Or it's like, she's cool and she's hot. And that's like the depth of it. Well, what about the level of emotional intelligence that they have? Like, what about when a woman knows her worth? You know what I mean? Like, to me, the most attractive thing is when a woman knows her worth. When a woman doesn't need me, but wants me and is, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, I need you through the sense of like, I want you like that. You know what I'm saying? But like, actually, like if she can take care of herself and do her own thing you know what i mean she can handle herself mentally emotionally handle her business handle her commitments um and respect herself through the process and not go spaz out and wild out just because oh i feel sad you know what i mean like i think that's so attractive like when and it's just an attractive feature i think in general like when you know your worth it that's kind of like the representation of confidence because it's just like you know what you'll accept and what you won't accept you know what I mean and once you know what you won't accept then all of a sudden something switches to be like well what will I accept you know what I mean because like 
you know what you won't accept. But then all of a sudden, there's this whole world of new things and new ideas and new ways of thinking and understanding and feeling where it's like, huh, I didn't even know I could accept this way of thinking because I didn't even know about it. You know what I mean? So I would consider that a level up. I think when we are able to discover new ways of thinking, we end up leveling up, you know? And I think that when a woman really knows her worth, she just is continuously the example of leveling up. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I I, I see women very much as like the the same way I see nature, like mother earth. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of shit we don't understand, but at the same time, it's all beautiful, <laughs> right? Like, that's kind of the way it works. And it's like women have this certain depth to them that where as a man, it doesn't really like if you can empower your woman to be her whole embodiment of her worth and she knows her worth on her own and you can just add to that, like it doesn't matter what like social class what education what level of expertise they have in anything it's like when a woman steps into her femininity and divinity you get something that's of like angelic and like godlike like a a woman becomes a goddess at this point you know what i mean and it's like you can only worship if you you know, it's like you can only worship a god or a goddess if you are in tune enough to be able to do so. So I think that's where a lot of men miss the mark is like we try to be in control and we don't understand when to give the power and then when to let go and then when to like jump back and step into it. And it's kind of like a, a it's like surfing the way I see it. Like, it's like sometimes you have to force your way through fucking some of the strong energies. And sometimes it's really a fucking test. And other times it's the smoothest, funnest, most beautiful thing ever. But at the end of the day, the ocean's still fucking beautiful. You know what I'm saying? The ocean's taken many lives. The ocean's added life to so many. The, the ocean is, is just so big and beautiful and so deep, right? And I think that's the thing is like when we can relate to our women that way and empower them in such a way where it's like, I'm just going to add beauty to this whole situation. You know, I'm going to build a hut. I'm going to build some shade. I'm going to build a chair. I'm going to build a pier, you know, so we can go and step out and enjoy the beauty more. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's absolutely nothing better than a woman who knows her worth, doesn't need me, but wants me through the eyes of her own empowerment and own vision. Like that is hot. That is what's really attractive on like a grown man level. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, I see how it's so significant, significantly different than when I, when I was younger, I would look for, Ooh, she's bad. Oh, she's cool. Oh, she's this, that just little, like, Oh, sorry. Like little, um, features and circ and and i don't i guess almost personas where it's like i don't because it's like i don't really embrace a persona myself really so i don't really find it attractive when a girl embraces some kind of persona but more so like i see how i confused somebody embracing a persona versus that's who they are and i got things mixed up where i was like ah that is actually their persona 
that they're trying to be, that's them at their best or their whatever, not actually who they really are all the way. You know, it's like we're all striving to, well, maybe not all of us, but we should be striving to be the best version of ourselves. you know? And sometimes when you meet people as at their highest point in life, everything else is lower than that moving forwards because they're at a, a spiked high. I know there is times where I'm at an all-time high and it's like, if a girl came into my life at that point, like anything I did after that is not going to be cool or impressive. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you, you, you saw me at the highest point and everything else is kind of like lower. So it's almost like, all right, how do we start from a base level, gather all the proper tools and, and shit necessary to climb this mountain? You know what I mean? In order to elevate, you've got to prepare yourself with the right tools and prepare yourself for the right tests. And I think when it comes to relationships, honesty and openness, that is really like how you start and build a solid ass foundation because it's like, yo, we're not afraid to navigate this fucking mountain. We're not afraid to navigate going up in elevation because we brought the right tools. We brought the oxygen tanks. We brought the tents. We brought the fucking pillows. We brought the blankets, we brought whatever the fuck you need, right? Like when you got the right supplies and the right knowledge and the right understanding, okay, there's going to be tests coming up. I better be prepared for them. There's going to be a snowstorm. I better have some fucking heating pads. You better have some food, some snacks. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to make sure you're good. So you don't want to die because you don't have your heating pad. You know what I'm saying? It's like, shit, if all I had to do was think like, yo, I need my heating pad. Like, I'm not trying to freeze. I want to be comfortable this is part of who I am and what is going to make me survive this and make me feel good. That's, that's what you need. You know what I'm saying? You got to be, I think we have to be more prepared when we go into relationships as far as like actually finding out who somebody is. Like, I think if you can have a, a window into somebody's hardship or their hardships, that's dope because then you get to see their level of emotional intelligence and nothing kills a relationship faster than one of the people having really low emotional intelligence and one person having it really high or just offset like completely to where it's not empowering each other but it's actually like what is it polarizing it's the opposites right like it's pushing and creating this like don't tell me what to do oh you think you're smarter than me or oh like you're so mean And it's like, well, it's not necessarily that if you were with somebody and they've been cool and then all of a sudden you start, excuse me, viewing them as mean, excuse me, here it goes, like you start viewing them as mean, then that more so is like, you guys have a different level of emotional, damn it, excuse me, you have a different level of emotional intelligence. So it's like how you communicate, yeah, if you're using words that come off mean or you have a lack of awareness about yourself and how you speak and what you say and how you're coming off, then yeah, you can be interpreted as mean. So I think the thing is, is like when somebody really knows their worth, they don't really care about mean or not. Like you don't play, you don't even play in the world of you're being mean. You play in the world of, I get what you're trying to say. Damn dude. Damn dude. That's fire right there, dude. Like, because if, a man, and it's, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it this way because it's more common the way it is. If a, 
Well, no, it goes both ways. If a, a woman tells a man or a man tells a woman, hey, I feel like this, blah, blah, blah. I don't like it when you're doing this. It feels like this is going on. A lot of times it's like the other person chooses to be offended. And if you have, and that's a sign of not having emotional intelligence for whatever that case may be. And that's going to cause the person to get upset, get mad, whatever. And rather than being like, oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Like, let me see. Let me take a look at that for myself. Let me work on that. So it's like, you see, it's like, there's kind of a difference. Like a lot of people get dependent on each other and they didn't take the time to establish this is who I am. This is who you are. Let's build this together. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, imagine if we all started our relationships off that way. Like, imagine if you got to see the emotional depth of your partner before you really fucking got it, it, like, really into the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, how much time and all that shit would we have all saved and how much headache and arguments and fucking texting long thing, long ass messages or if you're old school writing long ass letters or talking on the phone forever, whatever the fuck it is, right? Like, we all could have saved so much time and sanity by just understanding our partner's level of emotional intelligence. Because that's really fucking everything, dude. Like, if you can't have that, like, you guys gotta be, like, matched on that and inspire each other in it. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, when I think about this, it's like, I almost want a woman who continuously outgrows me. Just continuously, because I'm continuously trying to outgrow myself. That doesn't mean I'm missing what's present and enjoying the now. What I mean is more like, dude, it, if you keep outgrowing your, if you keep growing, that means you're going to outgrow me in different ways. And if I keep growing, I'm going to outgrow you in different ways and vice versa. And if we can keep showing each other new levels of life, then that's going to equal a successful ass relationship that's actually healthy and promotes and creates honesty, openness, fun, and creates an energy that keeps like a sexual energy alive, that keeps a physical attraction alive, that keeps it fun. You know what I mean? Like if the person's taking care of themselves because they know their value, they're going to have, they're going to be in shape. They're going to have a nice body. They're going to look good. They're going to take care of themselves. You know what I mean? And it's like, at the same time, if both you guys are fat and you guys like to be like that and you guys both like to eat and all that, that's cool. And you guys can be happy and have fun. But just know that like, if, and for like, this is some grown up shit. It's like, if you can't have sex in your relationship or it's not like, you you don't find each other attractive in that way. Like you're missing out on a gigantic piece of what a relationship can can be and is, Right. And this is stuff I'm figuring out. I don't know this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm working through it. This is what you guys are hearing me here going on right now. Um, and I'm just analyzing. It's like, well, what would I really want? What's important to me at this age? Because what I found attractive from being in fucking, I don't know, second, third grade, whatever the fuck, kindergarten. I don't know. What, I always found girls cute. You know, it's like, I can't even, like, I remember when people would be like, ooh, girls are gross. Like, I never thought that. I was like, dude, she's cute. Like, I remember in kindergarten, like, having crushes on girls and stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so, just thinking back, like, I find new stuff attractive continuously. Like, there was times where I found certain ethnicities attractive. There was times where I found certain 
status attractive. There was times I found certain types of clothes as attractive. Times I found certain types of cars attractive. Times where I found certain types of like money or jobs are attractive in women. Like all these different things. But then I realized all of that is kind of dancing around the entire point. And the point being finding somebody who has depth, emotional depth, and can like really like make love to your brain like we said in the last one like somebody who can speak to your soul your heart your your patience like I, for me if a woman can teach me patience that is crazy to me because i'm very like i get what i want and i do what i want to do like that's how i've set my life up as far as now you know what i mean to the best of my abilities like i do what i want and i get what i want and not on some spoiled brat type of way, but it's like, I enjoy freedom and I really live the freedom that I'm granted in this lifetime. And I appreciate it. I'm so grateful for it. So at the same time, it's like, when you step into freedom, you can have whatever the fuck you want. So that's why it's like, I say, like, I get what I want because I embrace freedom. Like, we have the option. And if you're aware of the option, then choose that option. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like you got to choose the smart option for your emotional intelligence because the the wiser the choices we make now through the lens of emotional intelligence, the better our future is in the in the future. <laughs> you know, the better life is in the future, I should say. It's like if you're able to set up yourself and your partner is able to set up themselves and your relationship is set up, able to set up itself in a way that grows everybody and creates positivity and creates wealth and creates health and creates vitality that's a win that's a full-on win you know what i'm saying like it doesn't matter what the fuck anybody has to say about it that's an absolute win so it's like i want a woman who could show me I want, like who where we can take turns helping each other level up check this out this is where i leveled up to as a man this is where I leveled up to as a woman. This is where we level up as a couple. This is where we level up as a relationship. This is where we level up as a family. This is where we level up as a as people in society. You know what I'm saying? So I think that if as a man you can fully empower your woman, that's the shit. And if your woman can empower you as a man, that's the shit. Okay, let's say you're gay, you're lesbian, whatever. Cool, like fill in whatever the word that's appropriate to you. Because again, it doesn't fucking matter who you like. Just, I mean, unless it's kids, then fuck you, you're weird. But <laughs> what I'm saying is like who you want. That's not the point. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not excluding you. I'm just going off of man and woman. And because we have so many variables, we're just keeping this shit simple. Um, if you're offended, this show's probably not for you. Like, <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> what else can I say? <laughs> um, nah, but really though. So I realize, yeah, ultimately, like when a woman knows her worth, that's the most attractive shit ever. When a woman takes responsibility, owns her own shit, isn't trying to drag you into some bullshit, isn't and and wants to protect you and keep you safe and to honor you, and to honor your feelings, and to help you succeed and grow as a man, that's what we need to look for, that's who's the shit, ask the deep questions, ask about family, ask about friends, ask about support systems, all of that, 
You know what I mean? The, those things tell a lot about a person's emotional intelligence. And that's why those questions are so fucking important. Damn, dude. Damn. How's your relationship with your parents? How's your relationship with your siblings? Those are all huge indicators of a person who has good emotional intelligence. Because my brother and I got in a huge argument a while back and we weren't really fucking with each other for like a couple months. And at no point, and I can guarantee this on his end too, at no point was he ever like, man, fuck my brother. And at no point was I ever like that either. You know what I'm saying? It's all love. At no point am I ever like, no, nah, somebody could be like, hey, how's things with you and your brother? I'm like, man, it's not very good right now, but it's all love. I understand, like, we're just, this is just a season. It's a challenge that we have to face. He needs to have his space. I need to have my space. And that's cool. We don't have to hate each other. It's like we have love underneath the whole thing. So even as mad as I could ever be at my brother or my parents or my family or my kids or whoever, I can never, ever actually hate them or you know what i'm saying but that's only because my level of emotional intelligence for a long time back in the day i used to feel like i hate my dad i thought i hated my dad for a bunch of years and i really didn't i just lacked emotional intelligence and understanding of what he was going through at that point in time in his life you know what i'm saying had i understood or been able to understand there i there's no way i could have thought that you know what i'm saying you dig damn dude damn dude so you guys, oh, I want to keep going on this, but I got to, oh, sh I got to upload this quick and get going actually. And I still have not eaten a damn thing. It's practically noon, but uh, it is what it is. I'm going to power through this shit. I got this shit because I'm a fucking G. So I'm going to hit you guys with some music homework real quick. Brought to you by finger licking, finger dicking, farmer freaking finger freaking Fred. <laughs> Again, I do not own the rights or have any affiliation to this music or link or song or anything but uh this just kind of made me think like the hood side of me like that little thug thizzle in me this is it's like I, there's something that gets me about like gangster love songs like i just i love them dude like i think it's so dope like half of them are really cheesy but half are just like it just puts me in that like old school driving late at night like hell yeah just vibing type of vibes so without further ado this is mr lucci have you ever mr l-u-c-c-i mr lucci have you ever off the album diabolical with some old school shit we can bond with the kids while I blaze a bleach. Let it leave. Puff, puff in the week. Filling the breeze from the night sky. Let me massage it by ripping your thine in a circular motion. As you lay in the nude on the bank of the ocean. Look a surprise up in your eyes while I'm stroking. Tell me what you came to do. I came to be with you. Shit, baby, me too. I'm your chosen few. Experience what I'm giving to you. Now let me contemplate. You the one for me, and I'm the one for you. Had to part many seas. Looking for a real woman, I can call my boo. Enough of the dough. Whoop de woo. Take a step up in the game with the crook with them devilish looks. Mr. Mama Lester. More game than but the love of a lady professor. Flipping back to the two dough bins. This goes in. Telling you guys, and here's the hook. Yo, that's Mr. Lucci, have you ever? That shit goes in. I'm telling you guys. Again, that was Mr. Lucci, have you ever? Featuring Jewel, Charlie, Mr. Montes, and 
Mike Mack. Yo, Mr. Lucci, have you ever? You guys, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Hope you guys have an absolutely beautiful day. Um, gotta get going here. I've gotta get off to work. I gotta teach some babies. I gotta try and shove some food in my mouth. If I can't, I keep beef jerky and some pistachios in my backpack. Uh, because when you work in the water, you gotta like plan around food and like being in the water with a full belly and all that. So, yeah. Anyways, sure you guys tell a friend to tell a friend to tell your best friends, cousins, neighbors, best friends, hockey playing, Buzz Lightyear fan, best friends, cousins, uncles, pigs, farmers, cousin, fucking best friend, finger licking, dicking, chicken, freaking friend about the show, about the damn dude podcast. This is season two, episode 50 motherfucking seven. I'm your host, California Cow. Much love. Appreciate it, guys. Leave a five star written review wherever you can. Have a beautiful day. Much love. Peace. Damn, dude. Damn, dude.